Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. Okay, go. Welcome back to the 62nd episode of the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Here with me is Enrique. Hello there. Thank you, sir. And my... Hey. And Gobby. Gobby's here as well. Gobby. Yeah. Thank you for being here. I appreciate that. I appreciate you. I could not... I appreciate you being here. I could not do this without you. I could not do this without you. You are the best individual who is on this podcast with me regularly. And assisting me in my hosting duties. I could say the same about you. Yes, you could, but it would be incorrect. (laughs) You're the best co- Assistant hostess no! person I could ever want. Thank we you. We are equal. We are equal in a lot of ways because we were all created equal. <laughs> and this podcast. So said the Constitution. Yes. Uh, we don't really. We haven't saw that in a long time. We're, we're, we're begging Nicholas Cage to return it. <laughs> this podcast is about board games. Unfortunately, we at sometimes talk about other things. We banter quite a lot on this podcast, but our main love. Is for the love of things that are made from cardboard. But we do like My to main see. love is my wife. My wife? <laughs> Who is that off of? Do people still do that? My wife? Borat. Oh, I don't remember that. Or my wife. I don't know that one either. The Fugitive. I don't care. <laughs> exactly. Yes. I don't understand your references, nor do I care. Did you know? I do know. Go ahead. Australian researchers found horns. There's researchers in Australia? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Researching the land of Australia, or they themselves are Australian? Uh, it says Australian researchers. I wouldn't think that Australia really has the need. They have a, such a wide open area that nobody lives in. That's like, nah, we're, just, we're not going to go out there anymore. Nah, mate. Yeah, we're not, not messing with that. There. We're not going up there. Too many rews. <laughs> Those are a problem. Too you, many rews. If you want a good time, just look up all on YouTube, all the videos. For a good time. For a good time. Look up all the videos of people being attacked by kangaroos. Roo fights. They're apparently very vicious. Yes, No. Sweet little roos. No. Joey, they're are you, are, you, are you serious? I, I'm pretty roos. sure they're pretty territorial. Okay. They? Well, I guess what? The humans are up in their way. Listen. And they're just defending themselves. We are with a big in Australia. the face. We're, now look, no, we're big in Australia. No, they don't even and punch right, you in the face. They kick you. All right, well, there two, you go. All right, two things. Number one, we're about to review Australia, a board game by my favorite designer, Mark Australia. Number two, all of our Australian fans, yes. please feel free to email us boardgamesnobs at gmail.com and correct either me or my co-host copy. And we also about have, his misconceptions about Australia and New Zealand. What do I have misconceptions about Australia? First off, you're the one that said you were surprised I had researchers. I didn't say that. that Sound like it to me? I don't remember saying that. That's what I heard. Kangaroos are a menace. Rays. They apparently they like attack and drown dogs and do weird what? things. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They're drown like, dogs. Yes, they like grab them and hold them underwater oh. and stuff. They're like mean, aren't they? I'm pretty sure they're mean. I think they're territorial. But oh, not you've said that like four times already. Territorial, but not like. You mean they're ruthless? <laughs> that was yes, cheesy. they are that was cheesy. I'm that was pretty good. Can you see like one holding one under a dog underwater going? 
<laughs> like Hitman, <laughs> Hitman Kangaroo. That'd be a good. <laughs> so, oh no, don't say that out loud because that'll be like a Netflix show next. Hitman. The Hitman, the Hitman Kangaroo. You'll rue the day that you <laughs> <laughs> keeping nine millimeters in his pocket, in his little pouch. Stop. Marsupials. Marsupials. Marsupial pouch. That is interesting that they have their own little pouch where they carry babies. And weapons. Have you ever seen an infant kangaroo? Not not the not adolescent ones, the grown ones, but like the little, little babies when they're uh, first born. They're adorable. No, 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 no. No, you have not seen oh. when they're first born. Oh, oh no. They look kind of alien. I guess I've not seen and one. That's why they stay in the pouch. Oh, I just don't like the bad name that you're giving Ruse. I, I, well, I might be wrong. People from Australia, please write in and correct me if I'm wrong. So you're saying they're a menace? Uh, they're a menace. They're much like deer in southeastern Oklahoma. Do people hunt them and kill them? I think so. That's what like literally all Crocodile they Dundee stand was about. Up like humans on two legs, and that makes them empathetic to me. Empathetic. <laughs> They don't feel your pain. They'll inflict pain upon you. You don't know. They'll give they you pain. Feel, no. They don't like you. They don't want you around. I've seen kangaroos get along with people very well. Could you well. imagine if kangaroos were carnivorous? How fast moving and how dangerous they are. They're basically like aliens. They can like jump like how many feet? A lot. I was going to say something that I... Like 30 feet. That's a bunch. L- Google that. I'm pretty sure that's correct. Okay. I think I know like the tallest giraffe is like 19 feet. How far? And I know that the group of giraffes is called a tower. Well, if you ever actually fought a kangaroo, a kangaroo just get behind it. Just like just They're bounding gate around, 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 cover around t- him. 25 feet in a single leap. I was and close. 6 feet high, 35 miles an hour. I was close. Them rascals are booking it. <laughs> Try to get away from that. What size shoe they wear? Uh, 14. <laughs> no, way bigger than that. I don't know. They have big feet. Maybe that's why they get mad at people. They start making fun of their feet. Then they punch them in the face. That's not, I just don't think that's, yeah, I that's I, what I, it is. Maybe they're just, it's self-defense. You never let me get to the point of what I was talking I'm about. Sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Australian researchers. Go, go ahead. Find horns growing on young people's skulls from phone overuse, Enrique. Oh, oh God. Oh, oh. Why? So I'm going to go ahead and apologize. I'm pretty sure that's been debunked already. That's right there. That was like three weeks what? ago, Gabby. Why? It says June 20th. That was debunked. Debunked? Yes, as in it's not factual. Did you no, go on no, Snopes? No, wait. What was, what was Snopes.com that? Snopes.com no, I'm just saying. All right. Well. I just don't think that's true. And besides, we don't. Horns? It said skeletal horns, horns from them bending their heads over. Oh, like no, that's stupid. No, this is from the University of the Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia. Okay, uh, but I'm pretty sure that's not true. I'm I'm pretty sure because I don't feel anything. Off Enrique my head. had a, Enrique was born with a tail, <laughs> but that that what was just a, a long. I'm not I'm not making fun of you, and Gobby, that's rude of you to laugh. <laughs> It you said just, you were born with a tail too. Uh, no, why I, are we talking about tails? It's just a long, elongated sacral region, and that was just redone. And you're sacred good. region, sacral. Oh, that's the lower part of your, like your your tush. Yes, your bum. Okay. Yes, like your coccyx. Coccyx. But I can't say coccyx around you because you giggle. <laughs> <laughs> See exactly, and Enrique recovered just fine. So. What Congratulations. So don't make fun of people who have elongated bony prominences that they have to have removed. And so, yes, we are raising 
Kids don't need to be on their phones as a lot. That's why you should play board games, and that's why this podcast is about board that's games. Raising awareness about that's why I'm here. Tails and bony I'm prominences. An example. You protuberance. are. You t- protuberances. Enrique used to do nothing but play video games and eat cheese nips. Yep. Yeah, look at. Let me see the back of your okay. head. Che- che- it's Enrique. cheese. Cheese. I'm sorry. Cheese. cheese. Are you aware there's a bump back there? No, I know there's. And that's his bump. twin. Like, I know. Like, he absorbed his twin. <laughs> I know, like back in the day, where when I would actually just like laid on my couch, like having my head like bent like this. Ooh. But it's just like I just lowered my head a lot. I'm hoping that you eventually move on to sleeves. Because this is a third podcast okay, we've done with all, you here lately that you have showed up of where with no it's getting sleeves. Hot. It is okay? very hot. It so, is July. So it is technically, hot. I am wearing the proper. The appropriate attire at the moment. Attire. He's picking up words that I use. <laughs> He's becoming a man. Oh, yes. I just yes. got a update from Cool Stuff Inc. Yeah. About a game that's back in stock that I would have never thought anybody would still care about. What's that? Wendake. Wendake? Do you remember that game? Yeah, I hadn't got to play it. I, I've never heard of it since then. So you're trashing a game we haven't played? No, that I'm used not to be trashing on your it. Cool, on your wish list. It was not on my wish list. You put it on the alert, though. No, You wouldn't know it was back well, on stock. it wasn't my alert. Like, <laughs> yeah. But who's playing Wendake? And who's talking about it? No one. So that means they no reprinted bate. it. <laughs> no bate. Why are you setting me up so much? Hey. You're welcome. You're welcome. Hmm. It's alerted. It's there. You want it? <laughs> nah, you didn't yeah. go get it. I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. You're going to get uh, it. Secret Cabal reviewed it one time, and they weren't who? too crazy about it. Who? I don't know. Secret who? <laughs> if, if if everybody knows about them, they're not a secret. No big secret. That's what I'm saying. This podcast, we are going to review Australia with a Z. Australia. And oh, also Z. another regional area, one of my favorite regions. There's a movie coming out called Jerusalem. Same idea. What? Why did you no. just make fun no, of Jerusalem? No, I'm serious. Australia, Jerusalem. Same idea. Okay. Just saying. So, we're Spain, Barcelona, Castile, or Castile. stuff. Castile. Paris, France. That's the next oh. board game we're going to talk oh, about. Castile. And I've always wanted to go to Barcelona and that area, because that's an amazing area. Amazing? Yes, please stop that. That's getting annoying. Needs to, be, needs to be done. Now you're doing it. Please stop. The idea of people climbing up on each other and forming a human tower is the idea behind the board game Castell. Is it Castell or Castile? Castell. I would say Castell. Castilian Castel. is, is a I really don't castle, know. I believe, isn't it? Yes. Okay. And so it's a Catalonian. Did I say that right? I'm pronouncing names like I know, like I'm what I'm talking about. You nobody, sound good. Just don't question it. Move on. I'm not questioning it. Moving on. Where people will form human towers, they climb up on each other. And in the board game, Castell, you are going around these various areas, training your troops and hiring people. And the board game has a neat way of being able to simulate you building your little tower with these people. Is that one the size of the person and their number, their strength, either from one to nine, or maybe it's ten. So of course you want the tens on the bottom, and then you nines, eight, and further up you go. And so, so I'd be on bottom because I'm a ten. You are a ten. Thank you. Welcome. Perfect. Perfectly round. Um. What what? 
Oh, I thought you was about to say something, Enrique. No, you were, you were, I was trying. I was trying just to contain like my laugh. You, 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 you were gesticulating there for a moment. Okay, you're good. Designer Aaron Vanderbeek. Vanderbeek, cousin of James. Uh, now look, we're not going down that creek. The um, <laughs> the idea behind Castell is you build up your little troop and then you go on and put on a show. And so these certain shows will come up around the around Spain. You'll go to them. You'll then get points for building a little, uh, well, it's like a tower, but it's like certain shapes that have to be so tall and so wide and various other, contain various other elements that's on the board. And you win. And it's very interesting. It's a very, very, very interesting game. I didn't like it. Yes, you did. You liked it up to a point. Up to a point. It was a little too long. You you, You talk about it. You talk about it. Let me formulate my thoughts. I liked it because you go and you recruit recruit people from different areas of the map. Was that Europe in general Spain. or was that Spain? Sp- Spain? It was just Spain. Yeah. So you go to different areas of Spain and you recruit people. You add them to your troop. So like Jerry said, you want to get the big numbers to be the closer to the base of the troop. The smaller numbers to be on top. The little person that can climb. You know, the little, there was a little kid in one of those videos we were watching. Yeah. Get them to climb up on top. That way they can be the, the Top of the tower. So you go to the areas, recruit, and then you put on a show. And it's a... There's a spatial aspect to it. it yeah. What's the word? It's... Uh, cut all this. I'm just thinking. Not shapes. Symmetrical. What would you call that? What would you? What would the primary action of the game be? What, what would the genre of the game be? I got it on cool stuff. I'm looking at it right here. Area movement pattern building. Pattern I guess that's building. it. Set collection. Yeah. Okay. So you're building these patterns. You have to. Oh, this is terrible. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's 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 a, and that's one reason I like it is because it's unusual. It was very unusual, which I guess. Making a board game about a human tower is going to be unusual. Yeah. It's, I mean, you could have just made it abstract with just shapes and like, oh, make these shapes this. But this is an actual event that takes place. This is a this yeah. is a this is a regional So and you have a calendar up top. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. when we get to this uh, area of Spain, we're gonna have this show. So you have to be in that area of Spain when the calendar gets was that a calendar on top? Yeah, the calendar. So when it gets there, you have to be in that area. So you gotta plan ahead, get your people recruited, then be there when that show's gonna be pr- uh, played. Then the person with the tallest tower is it, whoever scored the highest. And sometimes, and which generally was the height of the tower. Uh, you can also train your troops, whereas you can make your people stronger or make the base wider or gives you little set certain powers. Like you can mix and match some of the numbers, you know, have fives and sixes on the same level type thing. There are various powers that you could have through training your troops. The My main problem with the game is, one, it was very cluttered. Two, it was also very... You, you went around these towns recruiting people and so you end up getting a lot of recruits it was kind of a table hog because of the clutter yeah it's but big. it went on for too long that it was like did. two or three rounds longer than what i would have preferred that it would and yes. it was also very we were all doing our own thing and it would grind yeah, no to a, interaction the, you, you would grind to a halt because i'm okay i'm in barcelona and i've got my guys recruited and i'm going to do this show 
I might be the only player there. So I just do the show, see how high my tower is, and then I score the points. You might be, but generally there was somebody else that you were generally, competing with. But if you're playing with three or four or five people, sometimes most of the group is not over there in that area. And though you just have to sit and watch these other guys build their little tower, which you do just about every single time, and then score. And it's it's just, it takes the other players out of the game. It was a fine, it's fine. It was a fine I, game. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't like raving about it, no. but I thought it was different enough that I enjoyed it. I wouldn't go out and buy it. I guess that says something. It does say something. Does it that says say that something? you wouldn't go out and buy it. <laughs> it says I wouldn't go out and buy it. It, it, it literally <laughs> gives your opinion on it. You like it, <laughs> but I wouldn't buy it. I, no, I'm not going to seek it out. I know. But it, it, it was fine, as Gobby would say. It's fine. The next game I want to talk about was Australia. Australia. With wait, the wait, wait. Oz. Whatever. Martin Wallace. <laughs> they don't just pronounce it Australia. Z. What's the Z stand for? Australia. It's a substitute for, for sickness. Sickness. Are you down with it? Down with the sickness. Well, in Australia, <laughs> Australia, apparently, everybody knows Australia is a dangerous place. Oh, definitely. They have spiders, kangaroos. It's like home to like the da- most dangerous species of everything. everything. Most dangerous snake, most dangerous spider, most dangerous jellyfish, most dangerous kangaroo, apparently. Are there different types of kangaroos? Yeah, them, like Australia Killer is a kangaroos? harsh environment. Killer bees? For real. <laughs> a very harsh environment. <laughs> I like how we just all. Uh, well, like, uh, you became, just you you keep saying how harsh it is, and I'm waiting very, for you to give an example. Oh, like well, you guys just said. So, like, like what's the heart? What what do you? How do you know this? How I know this? Have you okay, been to so, Australia? Okay, so pretty much Australia is not. Have you watched Crocodile Dundee? <laughs> no. Well, have you been to L.A.? It, That's a harsh environment. <laughs> Speaking of Australia, how long is New Zealand's ninety mile beach? It's probably not 90 miles. 55. Yeah, what happens? Interesting fact. Hmm. Wonder why they call it 90 miles. I don't know. Uh, first off, why would they, wouldn't they be using kilometers? Why would they say miles? I'm just looking at this quiz I have in front we of me. We have two listeners from New Zealand. Yes. Boardgainstars at gmail.com. Please explain this. Just please explain your country and your weird <laughs> use of our mileage system. Oh, that was Ty. That's right. Yeah. What? Ty was one of the listeners from New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, in Australia, you're basically going out, building railroads, trying to build farms, and fight off uh, various monsters, much like regular Australia. It's a Martin Wallace game, so with most Martin Wallace games, one, he loves trains, and two, he loves having a gimmick. And the gimmick in Australia is, as you're selecting your area on the map to put your little starting point and building your uh, railroad system out, you're also having to build up an army to protect your railroad system and your farms. Because every so often, these cards will flip out, and the enemies, the monsters on the board, will roam about. And come out and attack you, and you have to be able to combat them. The combat system, like in most Martin Wallace games, he does combat differently. Rarely does he have you just roll a dice. He utilizes a card-based system where he lets you know that certain units that you have are effective against certain enemies. And so you have those units, you send them out, and then you simply just flip over this deck to show how much damage you inflicted to them and if they inflicted damage onto you. So it's 
obviously it's not as stochastic as dice rolling, but it's still randomized. But you you kind of know what you're after. You kind of know what units you want to send after to fight certain certain enemies. As the game progresses, of course, the enemies get harder. They start moving around progresses. the map. What? Yes. And they start attacking you. And it, the game kind of does what Martin Wallace does with all his games. There's a first stage of the game where you're building, and the next stage is something different. The second stage of the game is more about defense and more about defending yourselves. And, Gobby, you're trying to come up with terms that begin with no, Z no, to try to get this pun up no, on me. And I really like Australia. I really like it. Excellent guy. I'm a huge Hugh Jackman fan of Hugh Jackman. Jackman fan of Australia. Matter of fact, this is another win for Martin Wallace in my book. And it's very hard to find. I've been trying to purchase it. Hmm. So I can have a because apparently there's is it's a soloable. Is that term right? Soloable game. Sounds good to me. That I haven't got to play the solo on it, so I can't speak to it. But it's very interesting in that it's an economic game. It's a train game with this fighting these monsters in it. Also being a co-op game. It is slightly co-op. It's co-op. Because ultimately we all lost. I won, but we all lost. So I didn't win because. So did you win? Yes. No, but you will all lost. I won. No, you lost. Out of all the players involved in the game. No, no. The, the NPC N- won the, the game. The NPC is considered to be a player. <laughs> but I won. But you did not win. I claim it. You contradict yourself. So only one person can win out of the humans. I mean, only one. Like, we have to defeat. Is it? Who, what are we defeating? You're defeating the monsters. Whatever type of monsters there are. So, kind of like some sort of just odd Lovecraftian type monsters. Oh, yeah, that's right. Squid Man. Squid Man. This anything. Bat monsters. Out, come out after you. It's just your basic things that would attack you when you're He in could Australia. have just made the game with like the spiders and scorpions and snakes of Australia. <laughs> I do think that would be slightly offensive if you were being attacked by kangaroos. It's like, oh no. People, but probably me. slightly more thematic. How would you kill it? With a kangaroo? I guess that'd be, that'd be kind of sad if like, Obviously, I would. Obviously, a game it. involves you killing kangaroos. You shoot it. Oh, that you boomerang. You just go right through it. This game has a distinct lack of... I threw a boomerang once 10 years ago. How did I live go? every day in fear. <laughs> uh, well, you shouldn't have didgeridoo done that. Didgeridoos are completely lacking from this game for some reason. Oh. I recently learned that didgeridoos, apparently to play those, you have to have a certain breathing pattern, I guess, to do them correctly. Like what? you have to breathe a certain way. It's not just, you're just you not, have to breathe at the same time as inhale. You have how, to inhale can, and breathe the same time. How can you do that? No. Let's all practice right now. No, no. <laughs> you can't. I don't know. It's very, I don't know, but people learn how to do it. And they do it. It's and not called the, the, the man that has the like world record for like uh, most prolonged a, a wind wind note, like for playing a wind instrument. Yeah. He, he has perfected that art of inhaling while exhaling. Seems I, humanly impossible. It does because when you inhale, your epiglottis. No, I mean it's just your. Yeah, they live in rivers, right? No, I'm talking about. It, it just would be terrible. I just don't know how you do that. How do you get in lungs in your air if you're blowing air out at that same time? It's a skill. Doesn't seem possible. It does not. It defies. It defies logic. Much like Australia, I'd like to visit there one day. 
I have zero desire. I would love to go to, to Australia. Australia. Okay, now I, I take that back. Ever since Crocodile Dundee, I've if been mesmerized. I could, so Crook will grab you, take you down, roll you over and over and over till you stop kicking. Put you in a Craig or Rock, tenderize a bit. It's good eating. <laughs> okay, I liked it. That came out. Now, where we go ahead? I, if I could transport instantly, oh, I'd yeah, go to Australia. Oh, yeah, you can't fly. I don't like to fly. Recently, Gabby learned that he cannot fly anymore. They've taken his wings. <laughs> Technically, you don't like flying. Either. I don't like I don't. flying, it but there's nothing good. A good stiff drink and a Xanax can't get me on a plane. Well, uh, you give me some of those, I might go. Gabby can't hardly get on a plane. No. Like I don't know why you guys can't get on a plane, though. It's, it's, that's because you're in a tube flying through the air at incredible speeds where if l- literally anything goes wrong, you're down. You're gone. Although 95% of people in plane crashes survive. Yeah, yeah plane crashing is not... Really? That. But it, it, do they consider a plane crash like, oh, this tire blew out? Yeah, I'm sure they count every plane crash, like any little minor thing. But I'm thing. talking about like a plane hitting the well, ground. Well, I think technically you are more likely to die in a car wreck, I think. Most likely, yes. I just, I don't understand their statistics in that. What are they calling a plane crash? I don't know. You take a plane going full throttle into the ground, there's no surviving it. Well, well, they don't. They don't. They, planes fl- they they coast. They they don't necessarily need engines. I mean, once they shut off, oh, they can just basically glide. They glide. Yeah. Yeah. So they're trying like to, the guy like, that went into the Hudson. They're pretty much just trying to like reduce the speed at which you <laughs> which you're about to hit the ground. Yeah. yeah basically. You know one of my oldest stupid favorite jokes. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm ready for it. Okay, Wait a second. So, uh, Let me get ready. They're on a cross continental flight, right? Good, go. Pilot gets on the air. He says, engine four is out. It's going to delay us by two hours. Oh, no. A little while longer, he gets on there. Oh, engine three is out. It's going to delay us by four hours. Oh, no. He gets on there a little while later. Engine two is out. We're going to delay us even longer. Guy's like, oh, no, I hope the last one doesn't go. We'll be up here all day. Oh, that so that's not any good. That's not. <laughs> no, that's not good. Oh, have you heard that one? I've not heard that you one. Know, that was cheesy. Oh, my dad told me that one. joke like when I was a child. I've never heard that one. I think it's like an Eek and Zeke. You ever heard of them? No, I've never heard of Eek and Zeke. Eek and Zeke is like an old Eek and Zeke joke. I didn't hear that one. Oh. They're up here all day. <laughs> That sounds like that. Surely you must be joking. (laughs) (laughs) Surely you must be joking. Austral Z. Or (laughs) Austral Wow. Sorry. I can't even get back on track. You're killing me. Australia. Get back on Z track. It is a train game. Uh, it's a great Martin Wallace game. Out of all the Martin Wallace games I've played, there's only ever been one that's really kind of been... Well, there's just been a few that's just kind of been middle of the road for me. This is this uh, one is not. Did you play Hit Z Road? Yeah, and it was kind of eh, it's all right. It was a, it was it was neat concept, not that great. Some of his train games like Steam and and uh, Railways Around the World oh, yeah, are yeah, okay, yeah, but they're yeah. not great. Railways of the World was very interesting. It again, uh, speaking of it, go, games that go on too long, it went on too long. You're right. If it was a smaller map, 
quicker actions, and I, I would like that game, but it's just yeah. some games have a good premise, but it's only good for a certain amount of time. That's like Castile. I think it was is a good yeah. premise, but it's not. Needs to be two or three rounds shorter. Yes, Australia does an excellent job in building up and then switching gears and, and having you finish the game off pretty good. I liked it. I really liked it. And I'm currently trying to find me a copy because I want it so I can solo it at home. But apparently it's kind of hard to get. But either ways, I like it. Me too. Rike, you weren't, you didn't play it. I did not play it. No, I, I don't know what. You didn't play oh, No, I didn't oh, play it. Yeah, I was, he was asleep. He fell yep. asleep. He literally he was asleep. asleep. He was playing Wingspan. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's what he was That's doing. Was. Yeah, he's playing Wingspan. He was, was playing decent. Wingspan. It was a decent solo game. game in second. <laughs> it was a very decent game. A very, very decent game. I liked it. Uh, Which one? Wingspan. Oh yeah, we discussed that one. Well, I think I miss, mentioned it on our last podcast that July is kind of a slow month for us. We're just putting these podcasts out to get y'all through to August. We are getting caught up on a bunch of games that we are behind on, such as. Uh, let's see. The long uh, man. Go on. I am so through the desert. We have yet to play. Oh, well, don't even know. No, That's no. an old Ryder Canizia. I'm not even going to talk about the games that are our shelf of shame. For instance, I have committed to playing Archip- Archip- Archipelago. 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 Oh, I don't know. It might be Archipelago, but I say Archipelago. It's Archipelago. That's okay. a joke. That and Star Wars Outer Rim. And who's was, getting that one? Uh, Apparently, I am. Rike is. And we got I don't even know what it is, Legends, but I'm still buying. And we got. Uh, I have baseball highlights 2045. And also, we got the Rolling Ride of, of Imperial Settlers. We've got little cities, little towns, tiny towns. What's that called? Uh, tiny yeah, towns. Amon Raw. Is that how you pronounce that? Amon Raw. Amon Raw. Noodles. Great, great noodles. Love and ramen raw. We are also ramen raw is kind of crunchy. Zaya, Zia, Legends of the Drift. I have system. no idea. So we have so many games we gotta get caught up on, and we're trying to get caught up on, and so we have to stop doing this podcast so we can get caught up on it. So that's what I'm going to do now. Thank you for listening. If you would, you can like us on the Instagram. You can do the little heart thing. You could let other people know you about know us. What though, I just prefer emails. That lets me know. Yeah. Everybody just email listening. Gobby. But, or blow us up on Reddit. I'm trying to get back on there if they will unban me. I think it was a 30-day ban. If you can get on Reddit and say, hey, we like board game I still snobs. don't understand how you get a 30-day ban You on get Reddit. a 30-day ban apparently when you insult people on Reddit. This is why you need to work people on your empathy. People should ask for opinions if they can't take them. This is why you need to work on your empathy. I have this shit out, you can't take it. That's exactly how I feel. All right, well... I think that's going to do it for this one. We might be tapped out. It's been a long day. It's been a long night. Yeah. Until next time. This is Jerry. This is Enrique. It's got to be back. I really wanted Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy. Stay classy.